Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is good for a family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only, it's not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men. And God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another Further and Father and Radio Show. Hallelujah. I am excited to be alive. I'm your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this. August 31st, 2021, Further and Farther Radio Show. Yes, we are indeed excited to be alive. Check us out. This is the best fatherhood radio show in the world. The brothers are back in the building. This week we're talking about willpower. We're not talking about just making decisions. We're talking about being that good man that leads with inheritance to his children and his children's children. It's about having that conversation with your family about life after you. The call-in is 516-453-9364. And without further ado, I want to really give honor to our Heavenly Father, which is how we always kick it off. Uh, We've been talking about uh, wills and insurance and having that future tense, you know, that tension internally to do something about the future, Uh, that, that planning sense, that wisdom, that knowledge, that understanding that dad should have regarding leaving something planting something, building something that 
is that forms a level of covering and stability and peace and hope for the future. So Habakkuk 2.2 and then Proverbs 13.22. Habakkuk 2.2 says, Habakkuk verse 2, chapter 2, verse 2 says, and from the King James, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it. Hallelujah. Proverbs thirteen twenty two reads, and we read this the last few weeks, a good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for you are the Aleph Bet Aleph, our Father. You are the clarity of our vision. You are the source of our vision. You are our blessed hope. Lord, help us as dad. Help us dad, uh, dad as it says in, uh, in Psalms 90, to number our days so that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Bless this time together as we grow together, as we live together. We grow at the speed of quality relationships. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable. That be that that there be mind transforming, mind renewing. That it that it reflects and proves what is your good, acceptable, and perfect will. We thank you, Lord, that we speak about having a will, having insurance, setting up a trust as we trust you. We thank you in the matchless name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus. Amen and amen. Yes. You know, setting up things for the future is a good idea, but ideas are not what's executed. Ideas have to become plans, and then plans are executed. An idea does not become a plan until it is written, it is clear, and it is shared. So we're going to open up the lines, and we're going to talk about what is an estate. Uh, do you have to be rich to have one? And how have you conveyed uh, the plans of the future? And will you convey? And what do you plan to say uh, regarding the plans of your future to your spouse, your children, the most trusted and trustworthy, and those who you love? Okay, so I'm going to open up the lines real quick. I know I have. Uh, a brother on the line with me even right now. Is this is this who I think it is? Is this is this, is this uh, 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 Derek? How you doing? Love you. Bless you, Bishop. How's everything? Uh, excited to be alive and, and and dealing with loss and dealing with um, uh, um, a little bit. You, you call, they call it survivor's guilt, where. You know, others have gone through something that you've gone through once and not made it, and you've gone through it several times and made it. So, uh, uh, um, but at the same time, in a celebratory mode, because I know the ones that the one that didn't make it has made it, because I that we we understand and know the life that he lived, 
uh, and that he is with the blessed one even right now. He's experiencing joy that we cannot even imagine. And uh, uh, so that's how I'm doing. So, so, Mr. Mm-hmm. Power, you. And, and, and um, just to get the, the topic started, you know, the, the title is Having the Conversation with Your Family About Life After You Transition. Um, is this a conversation that you are either preparing to have, have had, and, and how would you frame that, and, and, and uh, how would you execute it? Because really it's an idea until it's written, until it's shared, and until it's clear. So, go ahead. So, uh, so first, let me just say for the Lord and anyone else who is listening, I'm in no rush. <laughs> I'm in no rush. To <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to work out my, you know, fear, fear and trembling, Lord. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm your guy Amen. in the earth realm for as long as you have me. But Amen. to simply answer your question, I believe it is our duty as fathers to live and instruct in such a way that we're always preparing our seed for our departure. So, yeah. uh, and 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 I, and I mean that you know for the men that that are raising sons, in that we're giving them structure. We're we're putting them under godly pressure because they need to learn how to handle some of the dynamics of life. But we you know we we put them under pressure in love uh, for yeah. our for the ones that are blessed to raise daughters. You know, we're, we're teaching them how they should expect to be treated and, and what standards they should hold for themselves and certain things. So we should always be preparing them for our departure, but not in such a morbid sense as though we're sitting down today and we're, you know, we're chopping up assets. I, I was listening to, I believe it was Bishop Jakes, and I want to give him credit for it. He says, I, I, I have things, and I can leave my children my things and they'll just grab the things and divvy them up. But what I think is more important is that I leave them my thoughts, meaning the things that I've come to understand from my experiences, from my challenges, from my failures, and that is actually something that I've uh, become committed to doing with my seed. I want to I share with them my thoughts. My children are doing well. They're living. They're paying their bills. They're enjoying things. But if I leave before I can share with them the greater benefit of my experiences, I feel I will have deprived them of something that could be very useful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, um, God gave this to me after hearing something Dr. Air Bernard said, um, which I think he got from Dr. Cole, but God gave it to me a little different. Sometimes you hear things and it's filtered through your personality and the way you can say things. And, I, you know, having been a former hip-hop artist and poet and what have you, he filtered it a little different to do a little wordplay with it. And, and I love etymology and the formation of words, which, which mm-hmm. Jesus being the word makes it even all the easier for me to love words. So um, the, the word success is really just the prefix of succession. The the word success is really only the prefix of succession. It is the beginning part of the word that will echo and resonate in generations after we are no longer physically visible. 
So that that, that I want to leave that with the, with, with the brothers. That the, you, to echo what you just said, to agree with what you uh, just said, and affirm what you just said. Our goal is to to raise adults. My my wife once told me one day uh, earlier in life, uh, early when we I was going through a struggle, not able to see my my two older kids. She said they're going to be adults a lot longer than they're going to be children. And so 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 that that wow. my spirit, like I say, God God filters that through, through who I am. And that guy gave me says that we're not raising children, we're raising adults. So that means the goal of parenting is maturity. So when, when, when we are leaving an inheritance for our children's children, we're not only leaving, we're not just leaving them things, we're leaving them thinks. <laughs> we're leaving them how to think think, how to maneuver, how to discern, how to live, how to make decisions, how to be, as I ministered on Sunday, prudent. And if you haven't listened, go to Jeremy Maynard for YouTube and and watch the uh, the sermon on uh, growing in prudent faith. Uh, That is part of uh, of an inheritance that you would leave to children. But but to to segue, and and we we have another caller on the line. To segue from that, um, the, the, the conversation must be had. I, I know sometimes it's pillow talk with your wife. Sometimes it's suggestive and done in increments in age-appropriate ways to your children and to, to your best friends, best of friends, and, and those you love. But um, similar to an intervention, um, Sometimes there needs to be a declaration that is clearly heard by all so that there is no ambiguity and misinterpretation and misinterpolation that happens with the intentions for what happens after you pass. So I'm going to open up the, open up the line. And, and the next question is, what is an estate? What is an estate? And, and and mind you, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm a pastor, but these are things we should be p- passing over to each other as dads in general. So, what is a state, and do you have to be rich to have one? So, I'm going to open up open up the next line, and I, uh, ending in forty six fifty four. My brother or sister. <laughs> Hello? 4654, can you hear me? Okay. Going once, going twice. You can, you, uh, apparently just uh, somebody who's listening in and might be on mute. Okay. To answer the question, to answer the question, an estate has nothing to do with the amount that you have. I know when you look in the dictionary, you see the word estate. The first thing you see is, the, is basically a large property that's owned by someone wealthy. But really the second definition is the more important definition to us. And that definition speaks of uh, um, 
all the money and property owned by a particular person, especially at death. So at the time of your departure, what assets, what uh, property, uh, whether it be uh, intellectual, whether it be real, whether it be, whether it be liquid, uh, whether it be investment, um, assets you have to pass forward are your estates. So it does not matter how wealthy or how, or how little you have. Uh, it is what is that you do have and are able to pass and are willing and wise to pass it forward. So that is uh, the, the whether you should have an estate. It's not whether you should. You do have an estate. It's whether you should plan, and that's called estate planning, to pass it forward wisely and safely. So, yes, yes, you do have an estate. The next question, have you ever uh, uh, conveyed your plans after, for after you are gone to those around you who you love and trust? And I'm, I'm, I'm about to that back to you, uh, Brother Derek, uh, 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 Bishop, love you. Um, have you? And it's, it's a simple yes or no. And, and if, if, if not, is it something that you're planning to do? Well, it's a no, and uh, it's because, again, like I said, I'm in no rush. But um, yeah. I, I still feel that I'm building and, and, and helping mold the adults that are my, my children. And while uh, we are always to be preparing them, I haven't had the actual conversations, but I do understand their importance. So, um, I, I mean, I'm having the conversations with my parents as they're closer just in terms of chronology to, yes. you know, what we perceive their transition. Um, so I'm having those conversations with them, but I haven't had them with my direct seed, but I do intend to just so we have yes. some things, you know, on the books, as you said. Yes, yes. I, I, was, I was looking as I was preparing about those who are famous who did not prepare. And some of it wouldn't shock you at all because, because the suddenness of their passing could not have been foreseen, even though there were indications that it was a possibility. And one of the names that uh-huh. jumped out at me was Martin Luther King Jr. Um, uh, that right. name jumped out at me, uh, um, that, that he had not prepared a will or anything like that. Because at, in, in, I think he was just in his 40s, right? When, uh, 30, his 39. 30, 30, 39. 39. 39, right? I was almost 40. He, uh, he was almost 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was 39. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 39, uh, um, though the threats were clear and distinct and continuous, um, the, the, the plan, sometimes the fear and the fight, uh, pre- prevents us from the plan. But if we look in the book of Nehemiah, and, and, and all of my ICB brothers know this, this, this part of our creed, it says, with sword in one hand and trowel in the other. In other words, you have, as you fight, you build and protect. As you build, you fight and protect. Right, so there's a, there's a level of uh, of preparation because your 
your, your, both your trowel and your sword need to be forged, and there needs to be practice in perfecting each one of those utensils. So um, the planning, the idea happens long before the execution, and, and it becomes a plan, uh, and, and, and an idea cannot be executed, but a plan can be. So then the design and the implementation become the plan. And, and, and we always say a plan is not a plan until there's a schedule, right? So by this time, I plan to, right? And, and that it shifts yeah. it from an idea because it creates the accountability to do, right? So uh, I'm I, having my, my, my uh, uh, serious threats, uh, to my health at serious at various times causes the impetus uh, uh, for even the, the the train of thought that has happened because uh, uh, you know when the teacher is coming back to the room uh, when the, you know when the class gets unruly when the teacher has left the room but when the teacher is coming back to the room the one that's closest to the door hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, we just said, oh, the teacher was coming. The teacher was the coming. Get back in your seat, right? <laughs> so, so, so that's what gave me the impetus for this, that, that the teacher is coming. The teacher is coming. Let's get our, our, yes. our, 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 our papers in order. Let's, let's, let's do our assignment. So that's where, I, that's where, where so it those, comes from. So those palpitations were the watchmen on the wall saying, alert. Alert. Yes. Yes. While, while we are eternal, we're not eternal, if you understand what I'm I, saying. I got you clearly. I got you clearly. <laughs> it's what makes time value. Whatever is rare is valuable. So if, if, if we – it doesn't make – no, eternity is, is, is most valuable because that's where God is. But mm-hmm. we should value the time we're given because it's so short. And we don't get it back. <laughs> we can make it an extended, no, but we don't get it back. But we we, we don't you get know, it back. You know, I heard I heard someone. I think it was Craig Sager or Jim Gray, one of the the more recent people in the sports medium that passed. But they said time is simply how you spend your life. Yes. So yes. when you time, think about that, how you invest and how you spend your life is yes. is your you know your 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 time. Yes. I, I, I once preached something like that, so, so yes, I agree with that. Yes, there is time spent and time invested, and, and, and there are yes, two sir. different things, and, and both should be done wisely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely. There should be an exchange where you receive, when you, when, you, when you spend time, you should be, it's an exchange where you should be receiving joy, wisdom, love, hope, and uh, uh, peace, and, and, and things of that nature. When you spend time, it's an investment in God and others. It's an investment in love where others will receive peace, joy, love, wisdom, etc. So, yes, uh, yes, that's, that's true wisdom. And those are part of your estate planning, part of your estate planning. Next question, really quick. Um, who is best to help set up your estate planning? And because I, I made the caveat in the beginning that I'm a pastor, not a financial advisor, uh, um, 
And I won't even suggest that a financial advisor is the one that sets up your estate plan and they can oversee and help you manage. But I would, I would, it's wise because there are legalities that you have an experienced attorney help you set up the, the things that are going to be your estate plan, that are going to be your estate plan. And very quick, uh, I'm going to, to, to read off the 12 basic steps of estate planning. And this comes from the website NOLO, NOLO, N-O-L-O, right? And it deals with legal advice. So the first thing it says, the first step is make a will. In a will, you state who and what you want to inherit your property and name a guardian to care for your young children should something happen to them uh, and the other parent. Number two, it says consider a trust. See, in my years in the past, I did probate, and I know sometimes probate can hold up things for a long period of time and keep those who even may be struggling and need the money from getting the money at, the, at, a, at, a, at a quicker time. So it's a, the, the number two advice from NOLO is to consider a trust. And the, what, what is a trust? Um, I had it here. What is a living trust? A trust is a, a legal document that places your assets, your investments, your accounts, your real estate, vehicles, and valuable personal properties in trust for, for, in trust for your benefit uh, during your lifetime, so it happens during your lifetime, and spells out where you'd like things to go upon your death. So that's number two. You consider a trust. Number three, according to NOLO, it says make health directives, writing out your wishes for your health care. Uh, you want to have a health declaration. You can also have a power of attorney set up during these times. These are things that you consider as part of your estate Planning number four: Make a financial power of attorney during uh, uh, with a durable power of attorney for finances. You can give a trusted person authority to handle your finances and property if you become incapacitated and unable to handle your own affairs. Number five: Protect your children's property. You should name an adult to manage any money property your, your, your minor children may inherit from you. Number six. File beneficiary forms. Naming a beneficiary for bank accounts and retirement plans makes the account automatically payable on death to your beneficiary. So it's very important. Number seven, consider life insurance. We talked about that a lot on the last two shows. It is vital as a, as a father and uh, 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 so a leader to, to, to consider life insurance for those who are after you. Uh, um, Number eight, understand estate taxes. Uh, most estates, uh, more than 99.7, won't owe federal uh, estate taxes, taxes. For death in 2017, the federal government will impose uh, estate taxes at your death if you are, if you are taxable estate worth more than $5.49 million. So a lot of us don't have to worry about that, but some, there's some, maybe somebody who's listening to this that it does. That's something they must, must consider. Then number nine, cover funeral expenses. Rather than a funeral prepayment plan, which may be unreliable, you can set up a payable upon death account 
at your bank or deposit funds into a pay, or you can use an annuity or, or, or any or any other thing, vehicle, including insurance, to, to pay for your funeral in advance. Um, make final arrangements. Make end-of-life wishes known. This is why we're having this conversation. That's number 10. Number 11, protect your business. If you're a sole owner of a business, you should have a succession plan. If you own a business with others, you should have a buyout agreement. And number 12, your your attorney, uh, store your documents. Store your documents. Your attorney, in fact, and your executor, the person who you choose will be the administra- administrator, administratrix, or ex- ex- executrix or executor of your estate upon your die may need to access the following documents, your will, your trust, your insurance policies, real estate deeds, certificates of stocks and bonds, information on bank accounts, 401Ks, debts, credit cards, funeral prepayments, and the like. So these are all things that need to be discussed so that there is wisdom. It says through a multitude of wisdom are purposes established. And if your purpose is to be a good man and a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children, listen back to these 12 things and have discussions with those who know. Do research, Google it all you want, but you got to talk to somebody who knows the ins and outs, the, the, the vernacular, and, and how to execute it properly and wisely and efficiently. So with that said, um, we want dads we want dads to have the conversation. First, amongst dads uh, or amongst the loved ones, amongst their spouses, uh, amongst their children, amongst loved ones, but to have so that they can execute their plans with wisdom, right division, and make it plain so those who come after can run with it. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this time that we spent discussing um, the conversation. This discussion, I pray others listen to it. I ask that others like, share this out so that, uh, that the discussion can be filtered through others, can be sent to others, and can help transform the scared, self-protective mindset to the God-protective mindset, to the wise-protected mindset, to the, to the good mindset that leaves an inheritance for the children of the children. We thank you, Lord, because you leave us an inheritance. You went to make a place for us, and you're coming back for us. And we thank you, Lord. The teacher is coming. The teacher is coming. The teacher is coming. Repent. Get your life right. Put things in order. Bless your family. Do well. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. This is Furthering Fathering. Where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Until next week, we love you and thank you. Love you, love you, bud. <laughs> Bless you, Bishop. See you next week, God willing. God willing. Amen.